Hello, and welcome to the Unapologetically Imperfect Podcast. Hi, this is Claire. And this is Keon. And this podcast is for all those mamas out there. Whether you're a working mom, a work-from-home mom, a stay-at-home mom, a single mom, a married mom, all moms. Because sometimes being a mom is the absolute best. And sometimes, girl, it's the absolute worst. This is your midweek mama moment to get you over the hump. We're going to start with a little mama dance party right now. Take a moment just for you to dance like nobody's watching. Remember how good it feels to move your body just for you. Go mamas. Go mamas. Go, go, go mamas. Prove it out. All right, good morning, y'all. You know what this is. This is Sorry Not Sorry. And you know this segment, I know we explain it to you guys, but we just keep refreshing your memory. And I don't know what a Sorry Not Sorry is because y'all got at least one this week. So, Claire, what's your Sorry Not Sorry? So my Sorry Not Sorry this week is not huge, but (laughs) I just took some time out for myself. Okay. You know, like I just walked out of the house because I was getting to that place where you're like where it was gonna be dangerous if you stayed in the house yes and you know what I grabbed a book and I went out in my backyard so I was still social distancing y'all but I needed to also social distance from my people sometimes that's necessary (laughs) and it was good it was good I just sat outside looked out the stars and believe it or not it was raining so I even I would that's how here I was I sat outside with the umbrella in my lawn chair and my book. No. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I I needed it. I just got a visual right now. It's cracking me up. Oh, my God. She said, said, yeah, I was. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Gosh, you know what? I'm thinking my sorry, not sorry is, you know, sometimes you just don't even have the strength that in you to think about like food oh girl like what are we eating like that's especially right now three meals a day with these people girl i get that question a lot (laughs) a lot specifically from one person in my home who just Mm -mm, cannot one person don't name them i'm not but (laughs) you know ask me 50 times today what we eating and i'm like you better go find something so I just kind of been like, look it, I am not the cook, the chef. Right. This is not a short order restaurant. Thank I'm not you. Be in there all day long whipping stuff that up. Part. So figure it out or you don't eat. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. Oh, like, those lunch choices. Don't come to me at lunchtime talking about what's for lunch. What did you find? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What did you find? Exactly. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry, y'all. <laughs> Hey, mamas, we got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey, mamas, welcome back from that commercial break. Welcome back, ladies. Listen, we're so glad you joined us. (laughs) We know it's kind of a crazy time, and we're going to just share our crazy with you. Because we know everybody's going through it, so we are not going to pretend like it's not happening. (laughs) Exactly. This week, we are going to talk about being the mommy referee. 
during this COVID-19 situation. Because tensions are high. I need okay. a whole striped shirt and a whistle. Ooh, that would be so much fun. Right? And just be like, foul on the play. Exactly. Like, no. Time yeah. out. Exactly. Penalty Ridiculous box. Ridiculous expectations. Take 10 minutes in the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so cool if I had one of those shirts. I was thinking about that this morning when I was getting ready because we had already picked our topic. And I was right. like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I had a, a striped shirt, like a referee shirt? That would be kind of cool. That would be cool. I, I guess we could have made some, some stripes or something. Like I don't that. own any of those. <laughs> but it's hard because tensions are high. You're cooped up in the house with the same people yes. day in and day out, which we've never had anything like that before right normally our kids get a little bit of a break at school or at practice or at uh, we church. get a break too <laughs> that, that's right not there. happening right now so tensions are high people are kind of bickering at each other's throats it's just like <laughs> like that is driving me crazy it is so what like, do we do just i girl i'm about to get a get along shirt have you seen that where the lady has an extra large shirt and, and the they both have, have to be get in the shirt? shirt yes <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be interesting. I know. I know. What I have been doing is just helping them remind them of how they sound. So, I mean, one thing I have been talking to my kids about a lot is their tone. Mm. You know, because it's just so easy when you just feel a little mm, some kind of way yes. to just say something that you are not necessarily perceiving to be rude, but just throw it over your shoulder because I'm tired of you. Like, yeah. come on guys like we have to work hard to make an extra special effort and i've been talking to them about this here's the thing if you have teenagers mm. what i have been using is you know when this is over you very well might be interested in having a boyfriend or girlfriend so the way that you communicate now when you're tired and cranky is going to develop a habit yeah and do you really want to communicate with the love of your life like that, that? Exactly. So I've been over your life for long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even we have to catch ourselves, right? Because I know oh, totally, totally, totally. I sometimes have to catch myself where I will use a specific tone and my husband will be like, really? Like, oh. I'm like, well, I didn't really mean it that way. I'm so sorry. Sorry. It's crazy because you want them to be nice to each other. And of course, it's yes. never, never going to be like, I don't know. They're not going to be chummy, chummy all the time. I know, but can they, <laughs> the like, about 75% of the time. But the arguing over crap that you're like, really? Why are we arguing about that? Right? I mean, I feel like it's just, like, just social graces. And I've been trying, in my infinite patience, <laughs> to also demonstrate, you know, utilizing more please or thank you. And then, like, just trying to have them hear how they sound. Right. You just know, and then, I know. And my kids absolutely hate this exercise, but I do it all the time. I call it rewind. And I have them try it again. Like, no, 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 back up, rewind. Okay, now you interact. You know, like, just to try to help them think, how are you responding? And I know both of them like, mom, don't make us rewind. No, we're rewinding. We are rewinding because you need to try it again. That was, I know you could do it better than that. Well, one you know, and then, but that's, sometimes, that's a good idea because it makes them have to think about what think, they said. Yes. And then sometimes I'll have them rewind it in different ways. Okay. Now rewind it like a crazy villain. How would a villain say it? Right. And it helps them just kind of think through like the different ways you interacted 
as you pass your sister in the hallway. Like, why did it have to be all of the things? And keep your hands to yourself. Why we got to bump into each other? Like, oh my gosh, that's my youngest and my oldest. The youngest likes to do that with his brother. Like, just walk up on him and just whack him on the back or whack him (laughs) and then run away. And now your older one is a whole grown man. And he don't always get him back right away, but it happens when you least expect it. <laughs> Madness. Or you know what else is driving me bunkers is like being the referee of the snacks. You know, that is one of the hardest jobs. I don't care what anybody says. That is one of the hardest. <laughs> Especially right now. Because it's not that I'm being the referee of the snacks. I feel like I am being the food police. I know. It's like, wait, wait, what are you doing? No, 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 no. Put that down. No, why are you? yeah try something else yeah yeah yeah. try something else that doesn't look like a fruit or a vegetable or or walking into the pantry there's a good one for you picking up a box of something (laughs) and the box is now why did we decide we was going to take the last of an item and then leave the empty box? Right, because it's not like you're in a hurry anymore. You weren't grabbing a snack and running out the house to go to practice. No. No, no, no. You were still in the house. So I had to have the conversation of, did you eat the last of the gummy snacks? (laughs) Why why did you leave the empty box in the pantry? Right. And it was this. Mm. Oh, because you know you knew you did it exactly. That drives me crazy. <laughs> that and why do we feel like we got to eat everything the minute it hits the door? Right. Like, listen, we are in a quarantine situation. I tell my kids this all the time. Every single time mommy comes back, it might be that we cannot leave this house for another fourteen days, and or you even. Don't you don't even know right and that's why you plan these things i literally had groceries delivered last night i did insta instacart right i'm smart and final first of all i didn't even know when we would get the order it was one of those things where they were like oh you might get it today you might get it (laughs) you're gonna get it when you get it it was the window was like between now and tuesday and i I know instacart is the plumber now (laughs) i was like well (laughs) right (laughs) or the delivery or your appliance delivery i was like well there's some of that stuff i need to do my easter dinner or we gonna have to really get get creative with this Easter dinner. Well, luckily my stuff got delivered last night between like eight thirty and nine. Why I bring everything in the house? People start coming out the woodworks. Yeah, no, go back, go back to where oh, you were. You the were fine. Food came. No, not your food. Not today's food. How about that? <laughs> I was like, look at y'all. We are not gonna eat everything in a minute because I bought a lot of stuff okay right you're like like you said you don't know when we're going to find, get that one order that's like look it it's yep. completely locked down for the next two weeks you can't even get food delivered exactly kind of like lockdown. Just keep yourself if, with yourself what if that happens and we right. don't ate everything <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be looking at each other like you looking like a ham today <laughs> because when you were a kid and they were like deserted on the desert island and, and they started looking like chicken <laughs> girl and we saving like the really serious stuff in case they really go crazy right so like your your 25 pound bag of beans and right. 50 pound bag of rice like, right it comes down yes. to it we're gonna be ricing and beaning right i hear beaning. you us too girl. i got like four different kind of beans 
right what now you want today we're fortunate enough to be able to get stuff delivered right to go that, out once you know a get week. some get yes. some of that stuff that's like okay you know we like to have the snacks so i got like three tubs of ice cream i got ice cream sandwiches I oh got girl you was doing the I got, yumminess i got the cream sickles i got some bags of chips i got you know i try to make sure there's a variety i got granola bars i got gummy snacks right but then the kids start claiming stuff like don't touch the special thingamajig can nobody give mine. that order but me right that's my order i'm like you, you can't tell people what they can and cannot eat that's my job i am the food police when I say no, have another red vine. It's don't have another red vine. If you hungry, don't tell me you hungry, and then you gonna snatch up a hand of five red vines. That ain't food. Yeah, that you ain't hungry. You snacky. Or when you say you are hungry, and I say, well, there's some hot pockets. Oh, I don't want that. Oh, peanut butter and jelly. I don't eat peanut butter and jelly. There. Well, you don't eat then. There's this. There's that. Mm, I don't want that. Oh, so thing is is not you don't want that stuff you want something else. It, hungry people will eat, eat what's there that's what yes. i have to say. you 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 just want a flavor in your mouth that's that's what you want girl go get a piece of gum yeah the food referee job is not fun i don't it's like that it's not oh my goodness like between trying to make sure that you have enough between trying to make sure your child doesn't suddenly now have a pre-existing condition because they done eaten up a ridiculous amount like we not gonna gain diabetes and cholesterol because we in the house girl some like, people are though this is ridiculous like listen you are a healthy kid you're gonna stay a healthy kid right it's crazy i know i know i i i hope somebody gives us the answer for that one because that one i don't have the answer for i just been trying literally i'm telling you my kids have the lunch box at the beginning of the day we don't do it on the weekends but during the week they have breakfast they have their lunch box and that's the kitchen is closed don't she said <laughs> and it was interesting last week because my husband worked from home. So we were, there's five of us here all day long, you know? Yes. And so there were some mornings I would cook like a little breakfast or make like a pot of oatmeal and be like, okay, there's oatmeal for breakfast, you know? But it is something about being home all day, girl. You'd like, yeah, just snacky, snacky, you'd be like, snacky. okay, what, what time is it? It's time for second breakfast. What are we having? <laughs> I know we're turning into hobbits. We all are first breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies. Elevensies. <laughs> it's it's nuts it's nuts uh, so we no. we tried to change it up this week and we did order dinner in uh friday night and did movies that's nice it was disappointing the food was a little disappointing but it was uh -huh. nice hanging with the family yeah well not, you supported I'm, a local business you supported a local not business. a fan of eating their food outside of the restaurant and let's just say that oh well there you go somebody <laughs> <laughs> still has a job though yeah i know yes there you i go. know well and then there's like for me i feel like there's in there's a whole nother level of like the argument with the kids right like when it's like more than just about space because i think sometimes mm -hmm. they just are tired of being in each other's space and i get that like mm -hmm. you don't ain't the perimeter of the house is the perimeter of the house. There's nothing I can do. I can't suddenly just decide to add on a, a wing. Because listen, if I could add on a wing right now, I would add on a, three wings. We would each get our own wing. <laughs> she's, right all, she's all, there'd be some social distancing. I would on. put some construction worker to business. Like, listen, you social distance your construction over there. We'll be in this side while you over there building. And then when you're finished building, I will sanitize and then I will send them. Right. 
that would be lovely to be a wing to have. Because you're just in everybody's space so much yes. right now. So it does get to the point where you're like, mm, I just need, I just want my own space to yes. have a thought. <laughs> I know. Well, it's so crazy because I normally do work from home in general, but so everybody's you know, gone. My boss is acting like, oh, it's not a big deal. Yes. But normally I work at home when with no people gone. by myself. Yeah, and it is. And your like coworkers are not. <laughs> Listen, if I could go to the office, I would go to the office because right? no. And no, no. that's it. And that's the thing too. I think people think, oh, but you, for me, you're in real estate, so working from home, don't you always? Well, I was working from home like before, and then I made the change where I was going to the office more because I felt more productive. You know. Yes. And because if you're home you look around and you're like, oh, I, I probably should clean the kitchen or put laundry in. And at work, you don't have that option. So, right. so I was going to the office more. And then when they shut the office down, it was like, okay, I guess I'm working from home, which I, it's not like I've never done before, but now right. you have all these new coworkers around. I know the coworkers make it a whole different situation, especially when you also have to educate the coworkers. Wait a minute. <laughs> or when your coworker come to you and you're like, you see me doing something right now? Don't bother me. I'm doing yeah. something. <laughs> Like literally you're on a zoom and somebody's like, Hey, like, are you, are you doing the look like the pointing, the pointing in the crazy face and your coworkers are like, why are you making a crazy face? Are you okay? a stroke? No, I'm trying to discipline my children. I'm so sorry. Let me oh, just, there was a B. Yeah, exactly. Let me just, I sometimes have to just be like, hold please. No, that's when you change your, your picture on your monitor. You know, when you put Yo, your, oh yeah, you switch your picture because you don't want anybody to have evidence of just clean your And you mute your mic <laughs> so you can have that conversation of, did you see me doing something right now? That Why are you like Three seconds to get, yeah, that's when you I don't even want to come back to me later. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. like having a referee those and some of I that know. bickering is just because they're just tired of being in the same space in each other's space totally and so it's like sometimes I've been having my kids just we've been doing the reading hour and so I actually make them each do their reading hour in their own room mm -hmm. so they can just experience quiet their own space just you well, know we're blessed you that and they I have, have been talking before and the they were doing something and you said, but why do you have to be right next to him? <laughs> That's what I don't understand, right? They're totally and completely. I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want to. Then you look up and they're literally on top of each other. <laughs> and you're like, you literally just complained about this person right. that you say is driving you bonkers. There is a whole couch and your little tail. Listen, my little people are, teenagers but they don't take up the whole couch like we no. literally have a sectional right that's like me we have the same thing and then i'll hear my oldest and my youngest in the living room and my oldest will have already been out there the youngest will come in and then i'll hear this why are you so close to me did you sit over there look at all the pillows that are open <laughs> and I'm, why do you have to sit right next to him your cheeks don't have to touch right <laughs> like, like you can move space Space. It's so crazy, right? They're driving each other crazy. Driving. Here's the craziest part, right? So they're driving each other crazy, driving each other crazy. You finally lose it and you say, don't touch each other. You go over there. You go over there, right? You're solving this situation. Then suddenly everybody's feelings are hurt. But mommy, I really just wanted to be next to my... If you command it. So now you look like the crazy person. Right. 
No, you guys have been complaining about touching each other all day. So now I make a rule that you guys must stay at the farthest ends that our house could possibly hold. And now everybody's sad and mad at me. Because you're not separated, everybody. Look at you being a meanie. <laughs> Just, I don't understand it. Like Segregating folks to other ends of the right, home. Exactly. <laughs> How dare you? Putting up like sisters only water and brothers only water. <laughs> They're like, oh, she's lost it for sure. Oh, we're just. She's gone quarantine cuckoo, y'all. They are the ones. Like, literally, stop arguing. Well, I've gotten to the point, too, where I will not even referee. Like, they'll be bickering. And someone will come to me and say, well, mom, da 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 And I just sit here like this. Mm-hmm. And that, that drives them crazy. Like, well, aren't you going to say something? No. no I'm going to let y'all figure this one out because totally. I'm done. Exactly. I, don't, I don't even want to be involved right now. I'm over it. I'm not even going to comment. I'm not going to problem solve. You have to do it. I know. Well, I think, too, some of it is just they just... The, some of it's just sibling rivalry on steroids, right? Oh, like yes. all the normal things are like crazy madness. Well, because so, they normally used to get a break from each other. Yes. And now they're not. Exactly. It's like well, I have up. also been, I know I'm, I have been making them write the love is kind, you know, in first Corinthians verse, like over and over again. Like, what is love? We love each other. Love is kind Love is patient. (laughs) (laughs) As you're losing your patience. (laughs) And they're like, "Mm, somebody else needs to be writing. I know, love holds no record of wrong. Like, I literally. And they're like, 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 do you want to sit down and write this too? Because it sounds like you need it. (laughs) I'm just like screaming scripture at my kids. (laughs) Literally. For the love, truly the love of God. Police. But I will say that the other day they were having a moment. So I did. I had them write that scripture and then I had them write three actions that they were going to do today to be kind, to be patient. You know what I mean? Just to like help them think like, because I remember being a teenager, you know, when you're a teenager, you literally are narcissistic. It is the definition of that phase in life. You are the sun, the world, universe. Revolves around you. Revolves around you. And if anyone else does anything at all to you, it is, you know, the end of the world. Oh my goodness, yesterday. So I, they're supposed to be folding clothes, their own clothes, the clothes that they want, like, and wear. So Uh-oh. you fold it, you wash it, right? You put it away. Like you got two hands and you have time. Like I'm not, I'm not doing laundry. So they're supposed to be putting things away. Now, why on God's green earth, my son feels the need to do my daughter's things, I don't know. But either way, he was kind enough okay. to hang something up and ask her where it is. For whatever reason, that was an offense. Because he hung it up wrong. He put it in the wrong place in the closet. And now we're having, girl, I literally started singing an opera. Sometimes you just got to bring Goofy Crazy to the Goofy Crazy. I literally oh. was like, oh, your brother has wronged you. That like, was like, literally. That was I, at the door the other day in the villain thing. Yes. I just that have to be, one. I have to just be like, make it crazy. No, literally, Keon and I are trying to actually plan out some things because, you know, we have to actually make a plan. And my son, for some reason, hit the door. Yes. And it was, again, the World offense. War III. 
<laughs> of the year. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I am so sorry, my child, that you have a brother that is just pure evil. He just is. He is the villain. villain. Exactly. I literally, and she just kind of looked at me like, why would you call my brother that? I'm like, because that's how you responded. Is it him knocking into the door is like, you know, well, she sounded, she made it sound like the whole door had come off the hinges. Totally, totally, exactly. The whole door broke, the whole door followed. So that's why I ended up getting up like, Lord, the door done broke because so many things in my house have broken over this period. I'm just saying, I need COVID 19 insurance because <laughs> everything keeps breaking. All the things the children are breaking. We have gone through a mop. How does the mop handle break? Tell me, how does a mop break? Somebody, somebody I have never used it for something other than mopping. No, during the mopping process. I don't know. It is so unexplainable. I have had a picture frame, just break, shatter, glass, everywhere. So many things, I'm telling you. I would like COVID-19 insurance. Anyway, so that's what I have been trying to do is just bring like the extreme right. of levity to the situation. And sometimes that just helps them get out of their little funk. Right. Because right. they don't, they realize like, oh, wait a minute. I guess it really isn't that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or they're just, now they're just so distracted by the fact that you're acting crazy. They forgot why they were mad at each other. <laughs> they're like, what were we mad about? I don't know, but this is comedy. We're watching her. I know. Right. Like they start looking at like, our mother is really crazy. Like, yes, she is because you were making her so. They're all SOS. <laughs> we need help here. Exactly. Somebody, our mother just is a symptom of COVID-19 wild crazy singing. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a symptom of the quarantine. They're all looking it up. They're like, it's not on the list, but there is <laughs> something going on here. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Well, and I think the last thing, sometimes our kids are just really having a moment. Like, yeah. I think it takes some discernment with us mamas to realize the difference between just the regular bickering and when our kids are having an emotional moment. And we've had a couple of those, obviously. Our kids are social. They are missing that social interaction. interaction with their friends. And Even that is teachers. emotional. And, and their teachers, my kids love some of their teachers. Some of their teachers are like their friends, you know, and they're missing that. And then all the things they are missing. So some of it, our kids really are mourning those end of the year staples, yes. that end of the year trip, that, you know, that assembly that they were supposed to be a part the of. Choir performance contest. at Knott's Berry Farm. Exactly. All of the things that they were looking forward to. And we have to remember that our kids are human. Yes. And I think sometimes we forget that, right? Like we are the ones with all of the stress and the pressure that pressure that have to figure out how to feed people, how to keep them safe. But there's a, their own level of that too. And we do forget that. And, I and think my that, youngest is struggling with yes. that because he was going to celebrate his birthday this month. And so, you know, I would have probably dropped off something for the class. Right. We were going to have a birthday party because he's turning double digits and all that good stuff. Ooh, double digits. And now all that's gone. Yeah. No, totally. And so you have to think about that. And the same thing with these, I don't have a senior, but I even had this conversation with my son because he was a senior this time last year. And I said, wow, could you imagine like your senior right. year just coming to a complete halt? And he says, I would be so mad, mom. It would just be so sad. All those milestones that he got to partake in that these just, kids just are not getting. Into. Well, this is my son's eighth grade year. And that's a pivotal year. You know, I that's a milestone. big year, that shift, you know, and there's so many things that happen that help lower the anxiety of going to high school. Um, and that's just, is it going to happen? I have to do that on my own.
Hoffman, I have seen him start to be like, well, what about this? And what about that? Or even just the choosing of classes and confirming of classes and oh, all those yeah. things that are supposed to happen, where the clubs are supposed to come and talk but just to you. That, their that whole kind of promotion ceremony. Totally. That's promotion. That's like a field a trip. Rite of passage, right? Totally. Or field day. Eighth grade field day is a huge deal where you get to go and throw water balloons at your teachers and play baseball, right? You do the baseball game with the teachers. I mean, obviously they're little things, but in your mind, you have seen eighth graders be able to participate in that. And now you don't get that. And that's the same thing for so all of our graduates. All that, that stuff. And this whole thing is affecting them in a lot of ways. And we have to remember that too, that this is hard for them. Like there's all right. these things they were looking forward to this year that they're not going to have like, oh, wait, are we even going to get our year? Somebody, one of my children asked me the other day, are they going to mail our yearbooks to us? And I went, oh, right. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Well, and, and did they finish her- getting all the pictures? No, because they didn't because I know my daughter's high school, they're asking people to send pictures in. Hey, send pictures, oh. send pictures. Because they didn't get to finish taking, you know, they, they, there's people on campus all, every day taking pictures because of stuff for yearbook. And now that right. can't happen. Right. So I said, well, gosh, I don't know if they're going to mail it. But here's the other thing is even they mail it to you, your friends can't even sign it. Right. Like, exactly. That's the sad part. Everybody's going to be on the first day of school with their yearbooks. It can't from my yearbook year. from last year because I cannot have a blank yearbook. I, I know. Else, I so we have this to, to my kids. Totally. They're going to think I didn't have no friends. <laughs> thing is we just have to remember that so we have to watch out when our kids our behavior is right because of that emotional place exactly you know, and really think about it sometimes that bickering isn't just about them getting on their each other's nerves and to help them talk about that to watch our children for signs of depression i know a lot of our kids are experiencing that and just support them help them talk about it and i think it's okay for us to even share from a place of vulnerability of what we're missing well, I think it's so easy. That is the coping yeah. mechanism they're using is the bickering is a coping mechanism right. for their anxiety or feeling of sadness or, yes. you know, not knowing, just not knowing because we don't know with this whole coronavirus thing, there's a lot of that's unknown. Right. Like right now it's like, when are we going to get back to normal? Well, we've kind of heard supposeds of when we're right. going to get back to normal, but we but don't nobody know. knows. And I think that's the hard thing too for my kids is we normally promise them something and it happens. Mm-hmm. We normally are able to say, here are the parameters of life. This is what's going to happen. And I think it's really hard for our kids to even see us be powerless, right? right? I think most of our kids see us as the ultimate rule in the world, right? Like if you have a faith system and there's God, but you are that image of what can and can't happen in life yeah exactly and now even you are saying baby i don't know i don't know you know and we don't say that that very often as far as allowing them what to do what not to do what is going to happen exactly and so that's another kind of shakeup of their world that can be exhibited during the referee arguing situation so mamas i know we losing our minds with our babies we are i know we're frustrated with the bickering And there are a lot of resources that we could use to kind of help that. But I want us to really watch out for those emotional times for Mm -hmm. our kids and try to really, even with our itty bitties, you know, you may think like, oh, well, they're just three or four. They 
realize something is going on and something is different. Well, especially so, if they had a routine of preschool mm-hmm. or something. Because right. I saw a friend recently post and her son was, I think he's a kindergartner and he's really, really struggling right now because yeah. all his social world was his That's kindergarten cool. class. Yeah. And now he's not able to see his teacher and his friends. And so they are going to feel it in different ways. Yes. And we just need to be cognizant of that. And we need to be aware of that and, and notice it and find a way to help them cope. Right. Well, I think the biggest thing is talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. let's not ignore it. Let's share our own experiences. You know, when we hear other people sharing something that's a commonality, it's some of the reason that we started this platform is so that mamas don't feel alone. Well, you sharing your little things that you're sad about and missing and your own worry in obviously an age appropriate way can help your children feel a camaraderie that they are not alone, that they are not you know, weird or crazy. And that is something that they don't have to hide, right? Like that's some of the beauty of being a mom is that you get to be that rock for your baby. And I think it's so easy for us to just want to paint everything with a colored, you know, paint a glass. And we're just going to be active and we're just going to bake bread and we're just going to paint. And those are great ways to keep our kids busy for sure. I'm not knocking that at all. But we also should just really have moments of honesty with our little ones to help them learn that sometimes being sad happens, sometimes disappointments happen, and that it is okay. Right. To help them learn to emote. And Mm -hmm. everybody's dealing with it because it's just, this is something we have never, ever, ever experienced. Not this generation of people. Not this generation. So Mm -hmm. this is going to be something too, how we cope with it and help them cope with it is going to, it's going to shape how they remember this time as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, mamas, we love you so much. We know you guys are all experiencing the referee, uh, COVID-19 referee uh, upgrade. We all got that Get your whistles. Get your whistles. Get your whistles. I'm going to go find a whistle because my husband used to coach. I know there's a whistle around here. There's a whistle in the house, girl. I'm going to start blowing a whistle. whistle. Every time people start fighting, I'm just going to blow a whistle. I love it. I wish I knew how to whistle. I whistle. Yeah, I have a friend that can do the whole, and I'm like, I know, I can't do that either. Maybe, you know what? I bet you I could find a stick in the yard and go old school and drill it out. You're going to whittle you a whistle? I'm going to whittle a whistle. Listen, I just order one on Amazon. (laughs) Do not whittle a whistle. She's going to whittle a whistle out of, girl, just go on Amazon and order one. I'm going to send one to you, girl. <laughs> All right, we love you, you I mamas. We Thank love you so you. much Hang for there, listening. Ladies. Hang in there. We got Take your back. Breaths. Absolutely. <laughs> and count to 10. <laughs> Maybe 20. Maybe 100. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if this episode blessed you in any way, please pick three moms that you know and share this episode with them. We'd love to hear from you and continue the conversation on Instagram at you underscore I underscore M-A-M-A-S. On Facebook at Unapologetically Imperfect on Twitter at you underscore I underscore mamas on YouTube at unapologetically imperfect and on our website at www.unapologeticallyimperfect.net. 
Have a blessed day, UI Mamas. And remember, being the best mom is not about being perfect. It's about being perfectly you.